0: We're not in the great outdoors. We're thinking about it. Kinder Outdoors. Come on into the camp house and make yourself at home.
1: Billy Kinder, welcome back to our camp house Kinder Outdoors from the Vineyards Campground and Cabins on Grapevine Lake, Texas. You should have seen this place at Easter time. The staff uh, put eggs out around the park all over the place. It looked like the Easter Bunny Army had been <laughs> had been here. Glad you're back in camp with us. We're going to have a good time today. A couple of really special guests from Ducks Unlimited. David Schuessler is going to join me talking about the Ducks Unlimited Expo. It's coming up in May, Texas Motor Speedway. And we will also have our first conversation with Jeff Gustafson since his big win at the Bassmaster Classic in Tennessee a couple of weeks ago. Front Door to the Camp House is brought to you by our friends at Forta Flora. America's number one canine probiotic. If you own a dog, you really ought to have Fortiflora in the fridge. Ducks Unlimited does a fabulous job in the conservation world. It takes money to make that happen, and they've got a big event coming up they want you to be a part of. David Schuessler, welcome back. It's always fun talking to you. How are you, buddy? I'm doing well, Billy. How are you? Man, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Before we get down to the business of ducks, I want to talk about duck season. Tell me about your duck season this year.
2: It was four seasons in one. I hunt, um, living (laughs) in Memphis, I I hunt over on the Grand Prairie in the central part of Arkansas. We started dry, we ended wet, so I got all of the dry and all of the wet that a duck hunter could ever want. Um, Record (laughs) cold temperatures in the middle of the season, which... It was really good on the front end of that record cold. Of course, it was great on the back end as everything thawed out and some birds started moving uh, back north on the thaw, but warm on both sides of that. So so I got to see <laughs> all four different types of duck season in one season, but it was a good one. Um, I, I think we're lining up for next year to be even better with the uh, a lot of the moisture that we're seeing up in the breeding grounds of the prairie pothole region. But I really can't complain about anything except for a little bit too cold one day and maybe a little, a few too many mosquitoes for about four or five days. But, that, but, <laughs> but but overall, it was good.
1: You know, to be a successful duck hunter, you kind of have to be like a fireman. You have to be ready at all times. And when the weatherman gets right with you, load up and go.
2: That's right, and I tell you, it was one of the things we noticed this year. And I think it was due to having so many mature birds in the migration. When the wind blew, uh, is when we had our best hunting. Not normally, I mean, that's you know, that's that, that's the case every year, right? The wind is your friend, and it seemed like that was the key factor. Is that when the wind blew is when we really see the birds want to get up and move around. But as I look at the prairies and the things that are going on there this spring, I think we're set to see uh, a higher concentration of younger birds, at least for ducks. We won't know on the snow geese and the specks for a while, uh, but I think for ducks we're we're set to, to have a younger migration next year, which will be good for everybody.
1: For the fair weather put and take quail hunter out there, he just heard you say uh, that the icy cold frigid weather was wonderful. And that the hard wind blowing was great. Yeah, uh, and he's no, he's scratching his head and thinking, what, "Is this guy crazy? The worse the better for a duckster."
2: Yeah, I apologize to all those quail and turkey hunters, and, if, <laughs> and I, I do my turkey hunting, and I don't do a lot of it, but I do it over in West Tennessee, a little closer to home. Hey,
1: what uh, what is an old duck, David? What when we when we start looking at the research and stuff? What's what's an old duck?
2: Well, for me, it's, it's three years or older. Um, it, you know, in spe- it, it differs from species. Um, some of our diving ducks tend to have longer lifespans than the puddle ducks. Um, you know, the ones that everybody want, wants to hunt or wants to have um, flying around them are, are those uh, birds that are born that season. Um, those are the ones that have, you know, never seen decoys. They're on their first trip south. Um, and, and when we see these really wet conditions on the prairies where we have um, really good nesting conditions, we have good recruitment, meaning that the uh, the birds are going to make it out of the nest, they're going to go ahead and make it to adulthood. When you have those years where you have a lot of young birds flying south, um, those are the ones I think that people tend to remember the most, unlike, really, turkey hunting where you want that bird to mature, right? I mean, nobody... Yep. I don't want to say nobody shoots jakes, but nobody really wants to go out and say, "Yeah, I shot two or three jakes this year." You want to talk about the the length of spurs and the length of the beard, and that's an older bird. Well, it's a little bit reversed for duck hunting. Um, and you know, as you as you put birds on your strap, you don't necessarily feel a sense of pride that you've shot an older bird versus a younger one. And those younger birds just—they're so much more susceptible. Um, to, to tactics and things of that nature. So
3: you bet. Um,
2: yeah, so it's it's a little bit different, and, and really those first-year birds are the ones that I think we all go to bed dreaming about in the summer uh, when we have good conditions in the breeding grounds.
1: Yep, there you go. I tell you what, we're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about the celebration of the Ducks. The Ducks Unlimited Expo is coming back to Texas Motor Speedway in just a few weeks. Can you hang on? I sure can. David Schuessler with Ducks Unlimited, one of my special guests on the show today. Uh, And coming up a little later, your latest Bassmaster Classic champion, owner of the Ray Scott Trophy, Jeff Gustafson joins us uh, from his home up in Canada. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Calming Care. It very gently over time settles the overactive dog, the over barker, the over jumper. Learn more about Calming Care when you come see me. At KinderOutdoors.com.
2: Hey, this is Texas State Turkey Calling Champion Louis Wise, the fourth. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors.
1: Ducks is back at Texas Motor Speedway.
4: Ducks Unlimited invites you to the third annual Ducks Unlimited Expo presented by Purina Pro Plan at Texas Motor Speedway, May 5th through 7th. Watch the premier canine performance athletes of the dog world competing in the Incredible Dog Challenge. Test drive a new ATV or visit the live fire shooting ranges. DUX, the show for everything outdoors. To learn more, visit duckexpo.com.
1: When you drop your wild game off at Cinnamon Creek Ranch Wild Game Processing, go ahead, order up your ground meat and breakfast sausage. But don't stop there. We
5: worked on a taco meat for three years to where women and kids would eat it and a chili that we make now where you just take these things home and just throw them in a crock pot or fry them in a pan and they're ready to go. Our tamales are probably hands down to anyone's. They're double meat and, you know, masa. And they're simple and they're, and they're, we just can't make them fast enough.
6: They're fully cooked. All you got to do is poke two or three holes in the bag that we give them to
5: you in and throw them in the microwave for three and a half minutes aside And it's like we just pulled them out of our steamer the day we made them.
1: These items have become staples in our home. Robin's favorite is the taco meat. I'm partial to the tamales. And what a feast when we put it all together for friends and family. Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing, just north of Fort Worth, about a mile from Cabela's as the crow flies. CinnamonCreekRanch.com. John Payne and his Tejas Ranch Fence Company know that there's no cookie cutter approach. Every job. Every ranch, every lay of land is unique and
7: custom.
5: We're able to take a look at the owner's intent, the individual characteristics of the property, and really come up with a solution that works for them. We've got a great team here that has a passion for what we do. Your land, our passion. We love bringing out the best in your property. TejasRanchFence.com.
1: If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at
8: CajunFryer.com.
1: Fresh, crisp, delicious every time.
8: Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com.
0: Hop in the truck. Half the fun is just getting there. Kinder Outdoors.
1: You know, a lot of people have applied for a moose permit in the great state of Maine for many, many years, and they've never come up lucky on that. (laughs) But you never know. And now's the time to apply. The 2023 Maine Moose Permit Lottery application process is open, and you can apply through 1159 p.m. Eastern Time on May 15th. So you've got a month. The 2023 Moose Lottery permit drawing will take place Saturday, June 10th in Augusta, Maine. And that's always a big deal. It's a big party. For more info about the moose hunting in Maine and the moose permit lottery, come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, we've been visiting with David Schuessler this morning, my old buddy from Ducks Unlimited, about ducks, D-U-X, the Ducks Unlimited Expo. I want to talk to him more about that. Hey, very kind of you, David. Thanks for hanging on. Yes, sir. Hey, Ducks Unlimited, Ducks, the Ducks Unlimited Expo is coming back to Texas Motor Speedway in May, May 5 through 7, great dates.
2: It's really great dates. You know, Texas Motor Speedway, awesome facility, Um, but we are at the mercy of when their races are held, and we don't know that um, two or three years in advance, Uh, but, but... the first one we had, which was COVID impacted, we had to delay it a little bit to a, a window where we could hold it, was um, was in the summertime, it was a little hot. Um, we actually had for North Texas, it was cooler weather, but some of our friends that had come down from Minnesota or Maine were, um, were a little shocked that that was cool weather for Texas. Last year we <laughs> held it in, uh, in April, actually had some cooler temperatures and a lot of wind. We're really excited that it's at the beginning of may this year may five through seven because we think uh... for that part of the world that's going to be a perfect weather window for us to be holding this this our biggest expo that we hold anywhere around the country right there at texas motor speedway
1: yeah when people hear that they raise an eyebrow because ducks unlimited has been around a long time you're a big organization you do a lot of good work you deal with millions and millions of dollars that go into conservation. So when you say this is the biggest party that the Ducks Unlimited folks throw, hey, that's a big deal. Let's talk about it a little bit. Vendors, even a live shooting range, you can drive that ATV before you buy it. There's a lot going on. There is, and that's what we
2: believe is unique about uh, this expo is that you'll be able to walk through the Garages in the infield and feel like you're at um, one of those typical um, vendor shows, which is a big part of what DUX is. But if you want to try out a Polaris, if you want to try out a Can-Am, we have tracks there where people can actually go and put a helmet on and give it a, and and give those vehicles a try. And, and to what you just mentioned, our shooting village, which is outside of the inner circle there at the Speedway is an opportunity for folks to enjoy live fire um, testing of all different types of shotguns and rifles and pistols. We have a 300 yard range, our uh, our rifle range is a hundred yards, and then we just have um, thrower after thrower after thrower for people to come and try out Beretta, try out Benelli's, try out Winchester's. Um, all of the major Firearm manufacturers are there, and this year, unlike in the first two that years, this year we have something special, which is Free Shoot Friday. So on Friday afternoon, May the 5th, um, there is no cost to come and shoot. On Saturday and Sunday, a small charge, we have to cover the cost of ammunition and the clays, but on Friday, pull the trigger as many time on as many different firearms as you would like to as you try them out, and if you find something you like, You'll actually be able to purchase that firearm um, there, and then uh, we will follow all of the state and federal guidelines and have that firearm shipped to the FFL dealer of your choice to then go and pick up.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I I know last year you guys did that. That was a big deal. Uh, And another big deal, uh, the, the part or one of the parts that everyone just really loves about ducks is the dogs. I'm going to have Carl Gunzer on the show with me the weekend of, uh, along with you. I'm going to get you back on uh, that weekend. Uh, But boy, the dogs, the training, uh, what, what these guys do, the performance that they can achieve with these dogs is just amazing, David.
2: It is. And in addition to what we have every year in our dog village this year, Carl, and Purina Pro Plan, who is our presenting sponsor, Purina Pro Plan is bringing their incredible dog challenge to DUX. And wow. some, some people might not know what this is, but they've probably seen it on TV. This is where those high-performance canine athletes come and compete in how high they can jump catching a frisbee, how fast they can run through the. Uh, through the obstacle course, how far they can jump into the water tank. This is going to be the Eastern Regionals that will qualify these canine athletes for the finals. And NBC Sports will be there filming the Incredible Dog Challenge. So we have we will we will have a national uh, televised broadcast from DUX. Um, it will be recorded there and then aired at a later date, but that will be happening at DUX. And I think that just shows the partnership between Purina as well as Ducks Unlimited. But after being there for two years, Purina looking at everything that goes on there and says, we want to be bring one of our premier shows to Ducks Unlimited's premier yeah. show. So we're really excited about that.
1: Don't miss this, folks. I've seen it on television. I've seen it in person at Purina Farms. It is an incredible... Incredible uh, show. Uh, And the whole family, the kids, mom, dad, everybody is going to love this. And if you're a dog person and what duck guy, duck gal is not a dog lover, uh, would not love this. Everybody will. Uh, speaking of David, tell me, are labs the go-to? Are they the gospel when it comes to ducks?
2: Uh, it,
3: it, it, it,
2: they are. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. I actually hunt with a half lab. Um, I'm one of those rare guys out there that hunts with a labradoodle. But it was a it was a dog that I bought to be a pet that ended up being probably the best duck dog that I've ever owned. So I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm going to en- enjoy. Muddy Waters, that's his name while I have him, but I grew up with labs. <laughs> I think most people, most waterfowl hunters are going to hunt with labs, but there's also a lot of people that like the, the English Spaniels they you know, their hunting in conditions that don't require that big dog to get through the mud. And of course, there's a lot of people who love uh, golden retrievers, but I think day in and day out, that Labrador retriever uh, is the go-to for most duck hunters.
1: You know, I honestly didn't know if you would answer that or not because that that can get you in trouble when you start bragging on a
2: <laughs> you handled I well, it well. Well, I, I I I admitted to what I hunt with. Um and some people might have seen Muddy on some of the Ducks Unlimited T V shows or some of our uh, other videos that we do out there, so I can say that I do hunt with a with a lab his he, he His brain is lab, but um, his body 's a little bit more poodle, and I will tell you that he loves my children like a poodle, Of course, labs love their kids too, so
1: yep, they do absolutely listen we 're going to have to wrap it up, but really quick, I want to tell everybody how important this event is. This is the major fundraiser, the big deal when it comes to conservation, preservation of our heritage that we love.
2: It really is. It's a celebration of everything outdoors. You can see it, you can try it, you can buy it. Um, We already um, are are just exploding with the number of exhibitors and sponsors that we have. We're really excited about our third year at Texas Motor Speedway.
1: David, can't wait to shake your hand uh, out at TMS uh, in just a few
2: more days. Sounds great, Billy. I look forward to it.
1: My good friend and uh, Kinder Outdoors dog training pro, Tom Dockin, is going to be coming back down uh, to Texas Motor Speedway this year from Minnesota. Look forward to uh, hanging out with Tom for a few days. Always great guy. And boy, it's a great opportunity for you to pick the minds, pick the brain, of some really top-notch dog trainers The best on planet Earth Will be on hand uh, At Ducks Texas Motor Speedway You'll be hearing more about that This corner of the camp house Brought to you by Fortaflora. If you own a dog You ought to have Fortaflora in the fridge It stops GI upset in our dogs Talk to your vet About Fortaflora.
8: Hey, it's Alan Jones Jr. And when I'm not in the great outdoors I'm thinking about it With Kinder
7: Outdoors
1: You know, this is a fast-changing world. As a matter of fact, you may not recognize your little universe as compared to just two years ago. But there are some bedrock stepping stones that'll take you through tough times. If you want to catch the girl, be nice. If you want to catch the ball, use both hands. And if you want to catch the fish, Minus. start early about six and stick with what's dependable like Chevy trucks. At Classic Chevrolet in Grapevine, Texas, we work hard every day to be dependable in delivering you and your precious cargo to the fishing hole, whether that's across the county or the country. And back again. At Classic Chevrolet, we can't make love grow, (laughs) but we can be dependable in making sure that you're there when it does. Have you ever hugged or kissed a fish before? Yep. (laughs) ClassicChevrolet.com.
9: Life is better outdoors. Relax and find your space at the beautiful vineyards, campground, and cabins on Grapevine Lake. Well known for its peaceful setting, lovely grounds, lakefront views, and accommodating Texas-friendly staff. Our full hookup sites can accommodate all bus or RV sizes and offer 50-amp service, many spacious pull-throughs, cable TV, and lightning-fast Wi-Fi. Our fully furnished cabins make it easy to feel miles away without actually roughing it. Enjoy a partially shaded private beach, large playground, fishing pier, water sport rentals, hiking trails, and more. The on-site camp store offers a wide selection of camping supplies, groceries, and gifts. Our landmark pavilion is perfect for your next reunion, rally, or wedding. You'll feel miles away from everything when you're only minutes from anything. Check out historic downtown Grapevine with various entertainment venues, large festivals and events, restaurants, wineries, shopping, and the new world-class Harvest Hall. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins.
1: VineyardsCampground.com. Dove hunting in Argentina is well documented, but as my friends at JJ Caseria, Cordoba Doves will tell you, the duck hunting is unmatched anywhere in the world. Lane Balky is the U.S. representative for JJ Caseria.
5: The duck
9: lodge uh, is in Corrientes. We shoot 30 ducks in the morning and 10 perdies in the afternoon. We have 11 different species of ducks. We have a duck season from the 15th of
1: April to the 31st of August. You are assured before you ever leave American soil that you're going to feel welcome and at home when you hunt with your new friends at J.J. Casarilla.
9: Our lodge is beautiful. It's four years old. It has 10 double bedrooms, all with private baths, all heated and air conditioned. Uh, It's very comfortable. We don't put on air, so you'll feel as relaxed in the lodge as you do in your living room.
1: Hunt world-class doves and ducks in Argentina. Plan next year now by visiting cordobadoves.com.
7: My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina.
10: Every animal that has ever roamed this planet designed as hunted or hunter predator or prey we are hunters if it were ever necessary even the strictest vegan would return to the wild driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood.
0: Sometimes, our office is a bass boat. Tough job, but somebody's got to do it. Kinder Outdoors.
1: I want to say hello to Tabitha Olson in Las Vegas, Nevada. Thanks for the note. Thanks for listening. Ann Hoisington catches Kinder Outdoors in Emmett, Michigan. And Carolyn Knoll is in Klamath Falls, Oregon. Beautiful part of the world. Thank you for tuning in and for dropping a note. Drop by the website anytime. It's kinderoutdoors.com. K-I-N-D-E-R. It's always good to talk to this guy, uh, but it's especially good this time. He is the reigning Bassmaster Classic champion. We're going to Kenora, Ontario, Canada to visit with Jeff Gustafson. Welcome back, Gussie.
3: Well, usually
1: if I get to come on, it's because something good happened for me. So,
3: um, you know, we're, uh, yeah, we had a big weekend a couple weeks ago and, i um, still kind of riding riding the high. Still can't believe that I won the, the Classic. Oh,
1: yeah. Dream come true for any, for all of us, for all of us that have ever owned a, a rod and reel. But uh, yeah. a, a select few get to actually hit the water and go compete for that trophy. And then even thinner, even thinner, fewer ever hoist that trophy over their head. Congratulations. 2023 Bassmaster Classic Champion.
3: Yeah, it's still uh it still doesn't feel real. Like just um, you know, it's been overwhelming all the messages and calls that I've gotten from people and uh you know, obviously like from a lot of my friends and family, but also just the, one of the coolest parts is just I've heard from a lot of people I haven't heard from in a l you know, ten, fifteen years just that I you know, that i maybe people I guided when I was younger just fishing friends and um so yeah, that's been awesome to, to get to kinda of reconnect with everybody and and yeah, it's, uh, for anyone that fishes, especially if you fish bass tournaments, I mean, that is the number one dream that anybody, ha- any of us have is to win that trophy. And just to get, like you say, to fish in the classic is a huge accomplishment and privilege. And, um, you know, I, I, I uh, I still, like I say, can't believe it happened and just, just. Still trying to enjoy every minute. I am looking forward to getting back in the boat and just sort of being in a quiet place and, and getting back at it. But uh, but it's been fun, and, um, again, just still can't believe it. <laughs> uh,
1: when when you first joined the Elite, I was talking to Mark Zona, and he said, watch out for this dude named Jeff Gustafson. Watch, just watch what he does. And, boy, oh, boy, uh, here we are.
6: That hasn't been
1: that long ago, Jeff. Some people fish in, in multiple classics, 20, 30 or more classics and never sniff that trophy. Uh, boy, you, you, uh, you've only fished in a couple of these things now and you've got the trophy. It almost didn't happen though, because on that final day, that final Sunday, you struggled. It was tough.
3: It was. It was like, that was the hardest day of fishing I've ever had in my life. And, um you know obviously for everyone that watched you saw like the first two days went perfect i, I had limits of, of smallmouth the unique thing at that at the tennessee river where the event was smallmouth had to be 18 inches to keep so i think you know that's a big fish it's a three pound plus fish which is a, a good one there and you know i think that probably helped me a little bit just as far as you know maybe made it you know other anglers not want to commit to fishing just for smallmouths you know, having had the great event there in 2021, I I just knew that the small thing existed, that there was a lot of big ones, and I went there for that event. Like it's cliche to say, oh, you go fish the classic to win it and everything, but like I did go there, um, you know, fully committed to small fishing, knowing if I could catch a limit every day, I would ha- I'd be in a really good position. And I, you know, it almost I almost caught my limit every day. Uh, yeah, the third day was was brutal and. i i I was looked at a lot of fish on my electronics there were still some around but they just got real hard to catch you know fishing pressure um it was flat calm really bright out just a tough tough day to fish and um but (laughs) luckily uh we had enough just to just to pull it off
1: i'm sure that we could not replay on public airwaves what you were saying to yourself on the ride back in on sunday
3: no, there was some bad words said.
1: Um, my,
3: my camera guy, Brian, he, he, he ran the camera for maybe the first mile or so when I started to drive back. And, you know, I had a pretty long boat ride, so it was a lot of time to think about it. And, yeah, but when he shut that camera off, I I had a few choice words. I mean, I just, I thought I'd blow in this amazing opportunity. And these guys that I fish against are so good. I mean, I have a lot of respect for all of them. And, and uh, it, it you know, I just, somebody's always the hero on day three of the classic. And I just felt like I'd left the door open for someone else to kind of get, get to have their day. And, um, you know, it just, it was a, it was a tough place to fish, but like that being said, it was a, it was a good place to have the classic. I mean, Knoxville's a great city. It was really fun, you know, having all the events kind of downtown close together. Um, that was fun. And, and then, you know, the, the, people caught fish a lot of different ways and you know it just it just lined up for me as far as um you know i fish sort of fish deeper water use my electronics just fished in a way that i was comfortable with and i had a lot of confidence in and and uh you know you fish all these pro tournaments they're all so hard to win and like you know when you get an opportunity every so often they pop up you just you know you hope you can take advantage of it and make the most of it and luckily biggest tournament of the year it, it all worked out the
1: 2023 bassmaster classic champion the owner of the ray scott uh trophy is jeff gustafson what do you remember jeff from uh about fishing from your childhood what do you what do you remember
3: well i just i got i caught the bug very early and i was lucky i had my, my dad's grandfather and then you know friends of theirs too that but I, I was able to get in a boat at a young age. I mean, by the time I was 9 or 10 years old, I was running around in a little 14-foot Lund killer boat with a 15-horse on it and just fishing. And I didn't care what I caught. Um, you know, today, a kid probably <laughs> wouldn't be allowed to go and be in a boat by themselves at that age. But I just, you know, I I, I wore my life jacket. And, you know, those first few years, you, I had to stay within sight of the of, of our cabin dock and um, but, uh, but just, you know, got the bug early, fished my first tournament when I was 10. It was actually the entry fee was a Christmas present for my dad and I. And, uh, and, and, you know, he fished, but he didn't necessarily bass fish very much. We have a lot of really good walleye fishing up at Lake of the Woods where I'm from. And, um, but he, I mean, to his credit, he just said, okay, my kid wants to, catch bass and fish for bass we'll learn how to do that and you know it took us a few years and then we sort of started to get more competitive and like i say i caught the bug and just since i was a little kid it's been been my favorite thing to do and and uh you know through high school and university did a lot of guiding we have a number of fishing resorts in this area and um and then started guiding on my own so i've just i've never actually had a real you know job working for anybody um, I've, I've sort of been able to just stay busy throughout the year. A lot of guiding, fishing tournaments, um, different projects and jobs for sponsors and figure, you know, some outdoor writing and photography. Just figured out a way to sort of stay busy and, and, and keep at it. And it's been, been awesome.
1: Raining Bassmaster Classic Champion. Hang on, Jeff. We'll be right back.
0: This is a Kinder Outdoors Conservation Minute a focus on people that make a difference.
6: At the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, we're really happy to have more than 50,000 kids in school classrooms learning about archery, fishing, boating, and other outdoor skills each year. We're thrilled that we have grown to schools across the United States and continue to grow. We're humbled that teaching wildlife conservation to our future generations have been so eagerly accepted by more than a quarter million kids so far. We're happy, thrilled, and humbled I'm at gootf.com. That's Scott at gootf.com.
0: Preserving what we love and educating the next generation every day. To learn more, visit us at kinderoutdoors.com.
1: Kinder Outdoors will be right back. That moment when it all lines up. The planning, the process, the lifetime of in-the-woods experience all comes down to that one moment that old Tom is calling up and within range. At Marksman Firearms, we can help you get ready with calls, guns, chokes, turkey loads, and more. Marksman Firearms stores in Killeen, Mansfield, Wichita Falls, and Granbury. Make your mark at Marksman. Hey, it's Billy Kinder. If you've listened to me very long, you know that I depend on buffalo wool products to keep me warm in harsh winter conditions. But did you know that these highly effective buffalo fibers work equally well in the heat of summer? Their native range of goes from Toke, Alaska, down past Mexico City. Ron and Teresa Miskin have three decades of weaving perfection from those precious insulating fibers of the bison. And they put them to the test on the world's toughest playground, Alaska.
6: That's our field testing, the. But- moose hunting, um, there's so much that goes on up there.
1: The big advantage of bison fiber, besides
9: the insulation, is it's moisture wicking and keeping your feet dry your your body dry and that sweat away from there reduces the bacterial growth, reduces any foot fungus or anything like that. Bison fiber in a cowboy boot will run 3 to 5 degrees cooler than a cotton sock.
1: Take a look at the new line of cool wicking buffalo wool for the summer. TheBuffaloWoolCo.com
4: I didn't know buffaloes had wool.
1: Yep, TheBuffaloWoolCo.com Dot .com Ducks is back <laughs> at Texas Motor Speedway. <laughs>
4: Ducks Unlimited invites you to the third annual Ducks Unlimited Expo presented by Purina Pro Plan, at Texas Motor Speedway, May 5th through 7th. Watch the premier canine performance athletes of the dog world competing in the incredible dog challenge. Test drive a new ATV or visit the live fire shooting ranges. DUX, the show for everything outdoors. To learn more, visit duckexpo.com.
1: Get it on Amazon, Ag Texas. The name itself says trust, honesty, strength, and tradition. Ag Texas has from the get go been dedicated to the prosperity of agriculture and rural America. The Ag Texas family can help grow your herd or your operation. Give us a call and talk to Ag Texas pros about risk management in the form of crop insurance, protecting borrowed capital and savings. We specialize in everything from dairy cows to pecan trees and have the right financial tools and knowledge at Ag Texas to help you grow and grow safely. We can't tell you when it's going to rain again, but we can assure that your crop, your cows, your family, and the family land are secure and protected no matter the storm or the dry spell. We are Agriculture at Ag Texas, and we look forward to visiting with you. Ag Texas is at agtexas.com, and just down the road.
0: Shh, I'm looking at a 12 with a 10-inch drop time. Y'all go on inside with Kendra Outdoors.
1: Hey, I'm Billy Kinder. This is Kinder Outdoors. Welcome back to our camp house on the shores of Grapevine Lake, Texas, at the beautiful Vineyards Campground and Cabins. Come stay with us sometime. You know, if you are really, really, really good at fishing, you can make a living at it. Jeff Gustafson is amongst the very best in the world, and he is the reigning Bassmaster Classic champion. He took that Ray Scott trophy and the big fat check that goes with it, back home to Canada uh, a couple of weeks ago. He's our guest on the show this morning. Uh, Gussie, thanks for hanging on. Uh, i got to tell you, I'm very, very jealous of your walleye there in Canada. I'm in Texas. We have very few walleye. got one great walleye lake, and that's it. You've got them right out the back door. We have crappie, and, and crappie are just absolutely fabulous. I catch a lot of them, but... I'm jealous of your walleye. I bet you grew up eating good.
3: I ate, I ate really good last night. Actually, we still have a bunch of ice <laughs> on the lake, and my wife and I went out. Um, we're actually doing our uh, family dinner tonight, but we went out last night, and uh, and it was a beautiful evening. And we caught caught some perch and walleye for dinner. And but yeah, you know, growing up here, um, yeah, it's some of the best walleye fishing in the world. A lot of people come and, fi- come and fish here in this area in the summertime. It's in Northwestern Ontario, kind of straight north of you guys. Really, we're just north of the Minnesota border, and uh, you know, we. But yeah, we get real winter, um, but the summers are are beautiful, and you know, there's nowhere else I'd rather you know be during during the summer months.
1: Yeah, you betcha, beautiful, beautiful place. You grow some big old deer up there too. Do you do? do are you just a fisherman? Are you hardcore all the way, or do you pick up a bow, pick up a rifle?
3: Yeah, no, I love hunting too. We so. You know, in the from the mid 2000s, kind of to 2015 or so, we had some of the best deer hunting in Canada around Lake of the Woods, where I live. Um, and I actually had my own outfitting business, guiding and, and doing that the deer stuff um, for for a number of years, and had a lot of fun with that. And then the you know where we're at, you go 50 miles north of us, and the deer kind of stop, and uh, we're just northern part of their range, and we've had a number of bad winters, and our and our deer are in a you know are a real down part of the cycle right now and they're going to come back at some point but yeah we need to we need to have a few easy winters kind of stacked up and and to help things along but yeah no i love hunting too and um just you know for me really just being out anything outdoors you can if i'm getting to do that i'm probably going to be in a good mood and
1: have fun Hey, uh, tell me about your baits uh, that you won um, the Classic with. What kind of pattern were these fish in, and how did you go about uh, getting them in the boat?
3: Yeah, so uh, all my fish were caught on a Z-Man 4-inch uh,
1: jerk shad.
3: So it's a fluke-style jerk bait, jerk shad, soft bait. And, uh, you know, that for me, um, it's, you, I put the bait on the jerk shad, and it's, you know, just a great – Minnow imitator. So we catch tons of smallmouths. I pull them on these baits, walleyes. Um, I've caught largemouths at at Lake Travis, actually, down in Texas, really good with this technique, too. But basically using my electronics, and I like to get on top of the fish if I can. When What happened in Dockstool, they, they got really hard to catch, and they didn't really love the boat being on top of them. And I ended up using, I've got Hummingbird Mega Live on the front of my boat, so I could shine that around. And then I would actually pitch the bait out and just swim it, kind of like a swim bait but that straight tail bait just gets down deeper a lot easier um you know it's just something a little bit different that i have a lot of confidence in and i uh you know just that's basically what i use that bait in conjunction with my electronics keep the bait on top of the fish and uh it's it's a real good little weapon that you know not a lot of anglers are maybe using um to catch bass in deeper water the jig head was a smelt smeltnader jig that a friend of mine makes up up here um and you can find them all over online but it's a good jig head it's got a gamma hook in it and you know a lifelike head design uh but but yeah it was just it was a technique that that was something that i had a lot of confidence in and luckily it it, it paid off at this event
1: Absolutely, you're saying uh, that you were swimming your bait down to these fish. You're staying over the top of them. That that's not six foot water. These fish were deeper.
3: Yeah, all my fish were like
1: most of them were like between
3: twenty five and thirty feet of water. You know, some is shallow, maybe like twenty, twenty two, and some maybe out to thirty five feet. So, yeah, fishing deeper water, and you know, most of the anglers in that tournament were catching all their fish relatively shallow. You know, six or eight feet and less. So it was just. You know, anymore in these big tournaments, you almost have to do something a little bit different um, to give yourself a good chance to win, and, uh, it, it, you know, it's hard to do. It doesn't always work out, but like I say, every once in a while, you hit on some of these, and just, you know, lucky for me, it was the classic, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's
1: it's been a fun ride. <laughs> I guess so. They give you a pretty nice paycheck when you win one of these things. Does your wife have any uh, plans that maybe she's mentioned to you?
3: Um, she has got she's got a new puppy on the go that it looks like sounds like we're gonna have here in another few days. So that's sort of her uh, <laughs> Yeah, she she that's what she she really wanted to that's her prize out of it, I guess. But uh, but no, i excited for that. Um, but you know, it is. Um, it, it takes the pressure off for, for the next foreseeable future for sure. And, you know, just – but, yeah. Like I said, I'm looking forward to getting back in the boat again down in South Carolina and, and uh, just getting – resuming the Elite Series season. We're headed to Texas in June, early June. We're going to the Sabine River. Um, so that'll be uh, – that's, that's the one that's, you know, probably not up my alley as much as some of the other events. That's going to be a shallow water tournament, and uh, you know, not the easiest place to fish. I, I like going to Lake Fork, where the land of the giants. But uh, but it's still you know fun getting to fish all these different places, and and every every place has its you know you find ways that you know ways to fish that you enjoy, and um, it'll be fun when we get to go to the Sabine. Hey, Jeff,
1: it's fun watching you fish, too. Congratulations, 2023 Bassmaster Classic champion Jeff Gustafson. And uh, now it's time to get back to work. The celebration never lasts long. Congrats, Jeff. Great talking to you. Thanks for having me, guys. Jeff Gustafson, reigning Bassmaster Classic champion. Great guy. It's springtime. More than likely, it's turkey season in your neck of the woods. My buddy Pete Delkus loves to chase turkeys. Pete, always good to have you in the camp house with us. Uh, I know you'd agree with me when I say listening to turkeys is every bit as important, if not more so, than calling turkeys. You can learn from listening.
5: That's the key right there. I'm certainly no Ray eye. Trust me on that. Uh, and don't ever profess to be. But when I first started turkey hunting, I just had one sequence of calling. But as I as I've done it throughout the years, I've learned that... I let the turkeys tell me what they want to hear, and then and then I, I answer. I take their temperature. If they're real hot one day, uh, you know I can call a certain way. If if they're real shy one day, well then I got I gotta lay off. I mean it just depends on what they want to do. What those turkeys do determine exactly how I'm gonna call. And
1: let's give an example. If you hit your, uh, let's say you're you're uh, yelping.
5: Uh, on your mouth call there, and you yelp, 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 and he interrupts that yelp. You know you've got a hot bird there, right? I do, and I'm probably going to interrupt him again. If if he's going to interrupt me, then I'm going to call right back at him. I, I uh, Remember, I want to get the last word in, okay? And then at some point, I'm just going to shut up. After I get him so hot he can't stand it anymore, I'm going to shut up, and then he's just going to keep calling, But he he knows where I am. He's going to keep gobbling. Eventually, he'll come to me because that's when you want to play hard to get. You know, get that last word in and then shut up and play hard to get. And that's taking their temperature. Once he knows where you are and once he's, in essence, if you learn it through the years, once he's told you, okay, I'm coming, well, then... Just sit down and get your head down on the gun. You're ready to go. Get ready to pull the trigger. You don't need to keep calling. That's the mistake a lot of guys make is, you know, I, I love it too. I want to hear him answer me. That's the fun of spring turkey hunting is listening to the bird call. But but what's the end result? Do you want to listen to him gobble or do you want to kill him? So, you know, be smart about it and let him tell you how you need to call.
1: Have fun in those turkey woods today or out on the bow of the boat or whatever you're up to. Be sure to send us a picture for the bragging board. Kinder, Outdoors.com, KINDER, real easy to update us on what you've been up to at KinderOutdoors.com. Let's grab a cup of coffee. <laughs>
0: From the rough brush of South Texas to the big bush of South Africa, it's Kinder Outdoors.
1: And I'm Billy Kinder. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Purina Pro Plan Pro Plan Performance Formula for your hard working bird dogs, cow dogs, working dogs. Pro Plan Performance in the Purple Sport Bag. It's at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. And hey, it's 30% protein and 20% fat. It's a hot fuel. Yes, you feed it year-round, even in the hot summertime, just back off the amount that you do feed in the warmer months. Your dogs are not as active at that time, especially the sporting breeds, and it's much easier on their digestive system, their metabolism, to keep them on the same fuel year-round. Purina Pro Plan, it's the best, and it's at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Bassmaster Classic Champion... Jeff Gustafson coming up in a little while. Right now, though, from Ducks Unlimited, David Schuessler. How you been, David? I'm doing well, Billy. How are you? Man, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, before we get down to the business of ducks, I want to talk about duck season. Tell me about your duck season this year.
2: Oh, it was four seasons in one. I hunt.
1: i um, living <laughs> in Memphis.
2: I, I hunt over on the Grand Prairie in the central part of Arkansas. We started dry we ended wet, so I got all of the dry and all of the wet that a duck hunter could ever want. Um, record <laughs> cold temperatures in the middle of the season, which it was really good on the front end of that record cold. Of course, it was great on the back end as everything thawed out and some birds started moving uh, back north on the thaw, but warm on both sides of that. So, <laughs> so I got to see all four different types of duck season in one season, but it was a good one. Um, I, I think we're lining up for next year to be even better with the, uh, a lot of the moisture that we're seeing up in the breeding grounds of the Prairie Pothole region. But I really can't complain about anything except for a little bit too cold one day and maybe a little, a few too many mosquitoes for about four or five days. But, that, but, <laughs> but, but overall, it was good.
1: But you know, to be a successful duck hunter, you kind of have to be like a fireman. You have to be ready at all times and when the weatherman gets right with you, load up and go.
2: That's right. And I I tell you it was one of the things we noticed this year and I think it was due to having so many mature birds in the migration when the wind blew uh is when we had our best hunting. Not normally. I mean, that's, you know, that's that, that's the case every year, right? The wind is your friend and um and the and the more it blows, the better up to a certain point, but that really seemed in the twenty two and twenty three season for us at least hunting in that area where I do, it seemed like that was the key factor is that when the wind blew is when we really see the birds want to get up and move around and I, th- I think that had to do to had to do so much with just the number of older birds that were in the in the uh the migration last year but 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 as I look at the prairies and the things that are going on there this spring I think we're set to see uh a higher concentration of younger birds at least for ducks we won't know on the snow geese and the specks for a while uh but I think for ducks we're we're set to to have a younger migration next year which will be good for everybody uh, because the ducks are like humans the older they get the smarter they get
1: yes they do they get an education as they fly amongst our shotguns. That's uh, right. For the fair weather, put and take quail hunter out there, he just heard you say uh, that the icy, cold, frigid weather was wonderful and that the hard wind blowing was great. Uh, yeah, and he's no. he's <laughs> scratching his head <laughs> and thinking, <laughs> "What is this guy crazy? The worse, the better for a duckster.
2: Yeah, I apologize to all those quail and turkey hunters, and I, and I, I do my turkey hunting, and I don't do a lot of it, but I do it over in West Tennessee, a little closer to home. Um, and I, based on what I've seen on our cameras that we're watching, uh, but based on what I've seen, it looks like uh, that, that those negative twenty-five degree wind chills that we had for two or three days uh, probably didn't help our turkeys out a whole bunch, and what. What little bit of quail we have, I'm sure it didn't help them either.
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. Those upland birds suffer when we have good duck weather. Hey, what uh, what is an old duck, David? What when we when we start looking at the research and stuff? What's what's an old duck?
2: Well, for me, it's it's three years or older. Um, it, you know, it, in spe it, it differs from species. Um, some of our diving ducks tend to have longer lifespans than the puddle ducks. Um, You know, the ones that everybody wants to hunt or wants to have um, flying around them are are those uh, birds that are born that season. Um, Those are the ones that have, you know, never seen decoys. They're on their first trip south. Um, and, and when we see these really wet conditions on the prairies where we have um, really good nesting conditions, we have good recruitment, meaning that the uh, the birds are going to make it out of the nest, they're going to go ahead and make it to adulthood. When you have those years where you have a lot of young birds flying south, um, those are the ones I think that people tend to remember the most. Unlike, really, turkey hunting where you want that bird to mature, right? I mean, nobody... Yep. I don't want to say nobody shoots jakes but nobody really wants to go out and say yeah I shot two or three jakes this year you want to talk about the the length of spurs and the length of the beard and that's an older bird well it's a little bit reversed for duck hunting um and you know as you as you put birds on your strap you don't necessarily feel a sense of pride that you've shot an older bird versus a younger one and those younger birds just they're so much more susceptible um, to, to tactics and things of that nature. So, you bet. Um, yeah, so it's, it's a little bit different. And, and really, those first-year birds are the ones that I think we all go to bed dreaming about in the summer uh, when we have good conditions in the breeding grounds.
1: Yep, there you go. I tell you what, we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the celebration of the Ducks. The Ducks Unlimited Expo is coming back to Texas Motor Speedway in just a few weeks. Can you hang on? I sure can. When we're not on the road hunting or fishing America, Kinder Outdoors calls the vineyards, campground, and cabins in Grapevine, Texas, home. It has everything I need to prepare and broadcast coast-to-coast and border-to-border each week. Full hookups, cable TV, and 50-amp service at every RV site. Strong Wi-Fi that's powerful enough to ship Kinder Outdoors to you, no matter where you are in the U.S. or Canada. Most importantly, I can walk out of my fifth wheel and launch my boat at the Vineyard's boat ramp without ever leaving the gated property. There's a sandy beach, a fully-stocked camp store complete with firewood, groceries, and even commonly needed RV supplies. Rent a golf cart to make your way around this giant park located on the shores of Grapevine Lake, Texas. Every single cabin and RV is lakefront or lake view and you're just blocks away from Main Street Grapevine with fantastic shopping and dining. As you can imagine, the Vineyards Campground and Cabin stays pretty busy, so why don't you block a little time right now at VineyardsCampground.com. Ducks is back (laughs) at Texas Motor Speedway.
4: Ducks Unlimited invites you to the third annual Ducks Unlimited Expo presented by Purina Pro Plan at Texas Motor Speedway, May 5th through 7th. Watch the premier canine performance athletes of the dog world competing in the Incredible Dog Challenge. Test drive a new ATV or visit the live fire shooting ranges. DUX, the show for everything outdoors. To learn more, visit duckexpo.com.
1: You've worked hard your entire life, and now that place is yours. Ensure the security of your livestock and wildlife with Tejas Ranch and Game Fence. You appreciate a job well done, and that's our focus at Tejas. High deer fence, horse and cattle specific fences. Fences that keep the hogs out and the peace of mind intact. Decades of high performance in fencing, land clearing, and happy landowners. T-E-J-A-S. com.
5: It's really exciting to see right now. Uh, one thing that's great about archery is anybody can do it. Men, women, or children, everybody can do this. Um, Our lessons right now are fantastic. We see entire family groups come in, have a great time, and they're finding out that this is something that is a great pastime, great sport, and everybody can be successful in
1: Americans are learning what a huge benefit it is to
5: learn to hunt,
1: learn to fish, learn to put safe and wholesome food on our tables. Cinnamon Creek Archery in Roanoke, Texas, has taught many thousands of families about the great sport of archery. People who thought they could just never do that now enjoy the range and harvesting their own wild game. You can't
5: just sell some bimbo and say, hey, good luck. You need to be able to take them aside, teach them the fundamentals, teach them how to shoot correctly so that they can be as successful as possible and really enjoy our sport. Visit cinnamoncreekranch.com
1: and discover the great knowledge and satisfaction that so many other families have found in archery
8: crappie anglers tired of tying knots hey wally marshall mr crappie here to tell you about the all-new add a hook by bullet weights the add hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line hold the add a hook next to your fishing line then wrap the line five times around each side pull your line into the clips and bam you're ready to go and it will not slip Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com.
0: screen that fortune just for you. Glad you enjoy it. Your
1: end camp with Kinder Outdoors. Yep, and I'm Billy. Kinder, thanks for hanging out with us today. We greatly appreciate that. Have you ever uh, been walking through the woods? I know you have. And you've seen an old antler, old deer antler laying on the ground, all chewed up, and you assumed that that was coyotes? May have been. But antlers are also a target of squirrels. Why in the world do squirrels Chew on deer antlers. National Deer Association says it's because of the 11 different mineral elements, primarily protein, calcium, and phosphorus, that they need that are in that antler. Never seen a squirrel chewing on an antler, but I trust the National Deer Association <laughs> with that info. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Purina Pro Plan. Your dogs don't have to chew a deer antler because everything they need is in a pro plan, and there's a formula specifically built for your dog. Pick up a bag at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. David Schusler is with Ducks Unlimited. We're talking all things Ducks and Ducks Expo today. Thanks for hanging on, David. Yes, sir. Hey, Ducks Unlimited, Ducks. The Ducks Unlimited Expo is coming back to Texas Motor Speedway in May, May 5 through 7. Great dates.
2: It's really great dates. You know, Texas Motor Speedway, awesome facility, Um, but we are at the mercy of when their races are held, and we don't know that um, two or three years in advance, Uh, but but the first one we had, which was COVID impacted, we had to delay it a little bit to a, a window where we could hold it, was um, was in the summertime. It was a little hot. Um, we actually had for North Texas, it was cooler weather, but some of our friends that had come down from Minnesota or Maine were um, were a little shocked that that was cool weather for Texas. Last year we <laughs> held it in, uh, in April, actually had some cooler temperatures and a lot of wind. We're really excited that it's at the beginning of May this year, May 5 through 7, because we think uh, for that part of the world that's going to be a perfect weather window for us to be holding this, this our biggest expo that we hold anywhere around the country, right there at Texas Motor Speedway.
1: Yeah, and when people hear that, they raise an eyebrow because Ducks Unlimited has been around a long time. You're a big organization. You do a lot of good work. You deal with millions and millions of dollars that go into conservation. So when you say, this is the biggest party that the Ducks Unlimited folks throw, hey, That's a big deal. Let's talk about it a little bit. Vendors, even a live shooting range, you can drive that ATV before you buy it. There's a lot going on. There is, and that's what we
2: believe is unique about uh, this expo, is that you'll be able to walk through the garages in the infield and feel like you're at um, one of those typical Um, vendor shows, which is a big part of what DUX is. But if you want to try out a Polaris, if you want to try out a Can Am, we have tracks there where people can actually go and put a helmet on and give it a, and, and give those vehicles a try. And, and to what you just mentioned, our shooting village, which is outside of the inner circle there at the speedway, is an opportunity for folks to enjoy live fire, um, testing of all different types of shotguns and rifles and pistols. We have a 300-yard range. Our, uh, our rifle range is 100 yards. And then we just have um, thrower after thrower after thrower for people to come and try out Beretta, try out Benelli's, try out Winchester's. Um, all of the major firearm manufacturers are there. And this year, unlike in the first two years, this year we have something special, which is Free Shoot Friday. So on Friday afternoon, May the 5th, um, there is no cost to come and shoot. On Saturday and Sunday, a small charge, we have to cover the cost of ammunition and the clays. But on Friday, pull the trigger as many time on as many different firearms as you would like to as you try them out. If you find something you like, you'll actually be able to purchase that firearm um, there and then uh, we will follow all of the state and federal guidelines and have that firearm shipped to the FFL dealer of your choice to then go and pick up.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I, I know last year you guys did that. That was a big deal. Uh, and another big deal, uh, the the part or one of the parts that everyone just really loves about ducks is the dogs. I'm going to have Carl Gunzer on the show with me the weekend of uh, Along with you, I'm going to get you back on uh, that weekend. Uh, but boy, the dogs, the training, uh, what what these guys do, the performance that they can achieve with these dogs is just amazing, David.
2: It is, and in addition to what we have every year in our Dog Village this year, Carl and Purina Pro Plan, who is our presenting sponsor, Purina Pro Plan is bringing their incredible Dog Challenge to DUX. And wow. some some people might not know what this is but they've probably seen it on TV. This is where those high performance canine athletes come and compete in how high they can jump catching a frisbee, how fast they can run through the uh through the obstacle course, how far they can jump into the water tank. This is going to be the Eastern Regionals that will qualify these canine athletes for the finals. And NBC Sports will be there filming the Incredible Dog Challenge. So we, have, we, will, we will have a national uh, televised broadcast from DUX. Um, it will be recorded there and then aired at a later date. But that will be happening at DUX. And I think that just shows the partnership between Purina as well as Ducks Unlimited. But after being there for two years, Purina looking at everything that goes on there and says, we want to be, bring one of our premier shows to Ducks Unlimited's premier yeah. show. So we're really excited about that.
1: Don't miss this, folks. I've seen it on television. I've seen it in person at Purina Farms. It is an incredible uh, show. Uh, bring, and the whole family, the kids, mom, dad, everybody, is going to love this. And if you're a dog person and what duck guy, duck gal is not a dog lover, uh, would not love this. Everybody will. Uh speaking of, David, tell me, are Labs the go-to? Are they the gospel when it comes to ducks? Uh,
2: it, 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 it
1: it they are. Um <laughs> I,
2: I don't I actually hunt with a half lab. Um I'm one of those rare guys out there that hunts with a labradoodle, but it was a it was a dog that I bought to be a pet that ended up being probably the best duck dog that I've ever owned, so I'm just going to enjoy it. I'm going to en- enjoy Muddy Waters—that's his name. While I have him, but I grew up with Labs. <laughs> I think most people, most waterfowl hunters, are going to hunt with Labs. But there's also a lot of people that like the the English Spaniels if they're you know if they're hunting in conditions that don't require that big dog to get through the mud. And of course, there's a lot of people who love uh, Golden Retrievers. But I think day in and day out, that Labrador Retriever uh, is the go-to for most duck hunters.
1: You know, I honestly didn't know if you would answer that or not because that that can get you in trouble when you start bragging on a
2: <laughs> You handled I it
1: well.
3: Well,
2: I, I I I admitted to what I hunt with. Um and some people might have seen Muddy on some of the Ducks Unlimited T V shows or some of our uh, other videos that we do out there. So I can say that I do hunt with a with a lab. His he, he, his brain is lab, but um, his body's a little bit more poodle, and I will tell you that he loves my children like a poodle. Of course, labs love their kids, too. So,
1: Yep, they do. Absolutely. Listen, we're going to have to wrap it up, but really quick, I want to tell everybody how important this event is. This is the major fundraiser, the big deal when it comes to conservation, preservation of our heritage that we love.
2: It really is. It's a celebration of everything outdoors. You can see it. You can try it. You can buy it. Um, we already um, are, are ex- just exploding with the number of exhibitors and sponsors that we have. We're really excited about our third year at Texas Motor
1: Speedway. David, can't wait to shake your hand uh, out at TMS uh, in just a few more days. Sounds great, Billy. I look forward to it. So do I. My friends at Purina Pro Plan tops in the world of duck dogs will be the presenting sponsor for the Ducks Unlimited Expo at Texas Motor Speedway. Come on out and join us. It's going to be a lot of fun and learn more about ProPlan while you're there. There'll be plenty of free samples and plenty of expertise on hand like Pro Dog trainer Tom Dockin and others at the Ducks Unlimited Expo presented by Purina ProPlan. Plan. <laughs> U.S. Highway 287 carries elk hunters and fly fishers, snow skiers and bird dog chasers, 72-ounce steak eaters, varied Cadillac picture takers, antelopers, prairie doggers, and rattlesnakers. The Herdware Store sits on Highway 287 near Goodnight, Texas. Now, only 18 people live around here, so to keep the lights turned on, we need you 287 travelers to stop by. Come in out of the weather and take a look at the most unique store between the Gulf and Pacific coasts. Can you imagine 20-plus sailfish in a single day? Welcome to Costa Rica's rich fishing history. The marlin catch is as good as any spot on earth. Blue marlin, sailfish, mahi, and tuna. From the moment your feet touch down in beautiful Costa Rica, you'll discover a new love in your life. The landscape, the people, the food, the salty air and year-round fishable temperatures and calm waters. At Sea Sport Fishing, We're prepared for your group with a fleet of some of the most successful vessels in this sport fishing area. Call your buddies or make it a couple's trip to Costa Rica. Enjoy world-class Caribbean sport fishing, endless shopping, beaches, spectacular wildlife. Discover the landscape by horseback. Carib Sea Sport Fishing offers a variety of trips offshore, inshore, overnight, half day, full day, every day. Come see us now at catchafishincostarica.com. The Moore family at Southwestern Parts and Service in Dallas has been specializing in fishing reel repair since 1970. Early on, fishermen nationwide recognized that Southwestern Parts and Service was dependable, honest, and very good at what they do, with the largest fishing reel parts inventory in the U.S. and even some inventory for obsolete and discontinued models. Yes, Grandpa's old reel sitting on the mantle can go back to work again. Southwestern Parts is recognized by folks like Shimano, Abu Garcia, Diala, Penn, and Zebco Quantum as an authorized warranty center. And labor on fishing reels is nineteen ninety five plus parts on most models and that includes cleaning and lubrication. And with six full-time reel techs, Southwestern Parts and Service strives to get your equipment back into your hands quickly. Is your local reel shop having trouble finding parts for repair? We can help. Come see us at www.fishingreelrepair.com That's fishingreelrepair.com, 214-630-8161 We do work for customers worldwide and we can help you too. After spending a few days at Joshua creek ranch i describe it as a sportsman's nirvana we love creating a unique experience for each of our guests you know the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking so we have a great variety of guests and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer as i enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is joshua creek i was amazed at the wildlife quail
4: easily six seven eight groups and we don't try to do it on 40 acres i mean these people get to walk they get to see some country joe and ann kirchival
1: invite you to enjoy this free range ranch just northwest of san antonio
4: visit
7: joshuacreek.com for the land of the free and the home of the brave from high school gyms to towering stadiums every time i see our flag wave i feel a humbling reminder of the brave who keep and have kept us free I stand to honor the sacrifices of the generations before me. Heroes who charged in the battle through bombs and bullets, who lost their brothers and still pushed through, fighting for every inch of our freedom. I stand for my brothers who can't stand anymore. Men who hunted terrorists to the ends of the earth, who sacrificed their bodies and their lives so that we could peacefully live ours. I stand for the children, the spouses, and parents whose family made the ultimate sacrifice for us. We are all standing. We're the National Rifle Association of America, and we are freedom's safest place.
0: share our campfire and a good story or two, Kender Outdoors.
1: Jeff Gustafson has a good story to share. (laughs) Jeff won the Bassmaster Classic a couple of uh, weeks ago on the Tennessee River out of Knoxville, Tennessee. He's our special guest on the show today as we take a little journey, a little trip to Kenora, Ontario, Canada. The first Canadian ever to win a Classic, and only the second international winner of the Bassmaster Classic. Fifty-three champions have been crowned through the years, and the latest is this guy, Gussie. Jeff Gustafson, welcome to Kinder Outdoors. It's been a while. Good to have you back on the show. Well,
3: usually if I get to come on, it's because something good happened for me, so um you know we uh yeah we had a big weekend a couple weeks ago and um still kind of riding riding the high still can't believe that I won the the classic oh,
1: yeah dream come true for any for all of us for all of us that have ever owned a, a rod and reel uh but yeah. a, a select few get to actually hit the water and go compete for that trophy and then even thinner even thinner fewer ever hoist that trophy over their head congratulations 2023 bassmaster classic champion
3: yeah it's still uh it still doesn't feel real like just um you know it's been overwhelming all the messages and calls that i've gotten from people and uh, you know obviously like from a lot of my friends and family but also just one of the coolest parts is just i've heard from a lot of people i haven't heard from in a you know 10 15 years just that i you know that i maybe people i guided when i was younger just fishing friends and um so yeah that's been awesome to to get to kind of reconnect with everybody and and yeah it's uh for anyone that fishes especially if you fish bass tournaments i mean that is the number one dream that anybody ha- any of us have is to win that trophy and just to get like you say to fish in the classic is a huge accomplishment and privilege and um you know i i i uh i still like i say i can't believe it happened and just just Still trying to enjoy every minute. I am looking forward to getting back in the boat and just sort of being in a quiet place and, and getting back at it. But uh, but it's been fun, and, um, again, just still can't believe it. <laughs> uh,
0: when
1: when you first joined the Elite, I was talking to Mark Zona, and he said, watch out for this dude named Jeff Gustafson. Watch, just watch what he does. And, boy, oh, boy, uh, here we are.
6: That hasn't been that long
1: ago, Jeff. Some people fish in in multiple classics, 20, 30, or more classics, and never sniff that trophy. Uh, boy, you, you, uh, you've you only fished in a couple of these things now, and you've got the trophy. It almost didn't happen, though, because on that final day, that final Sunday, you struggled. It was tough. It was. It was like,
3: that was the hardest day of fishing I've ever had in my life, and- um, you know obviously for everyone that watched you saw like the first two days went perfect i, I had limits of, of smallmouth the unique thing at that at the tennessee river where the event was small had to be 18 inches to keep so i think you know that's a big fish it's a three pound plus fish which is a, a good one there and uh, you know i think that probably helped me a little bit just as far as you know maybe made it you know other anglers not want to commit to fishing just for smallmouths so, you know, having had the great event there in 2021, I, I just knew that the smallmouth thing existed. That there was a lot of big ones, and I went there for that event. Like it's quite a shame to say, "Oh, you go fish the classic to win it and everything," but like I did go there. Um, you know, fully committed to smallmouth fishing, knowing if I could catch a limit every day, I would ha- I'd be in a really good position. And I, you know, it almost I almost caught my limit every day. Uh, yeah, the third day was was brutal and. I, I I was looked at a lot of fish on my electronics. There were still some around, but they just got real hard to catch, you know, fishing pressure. Um it was flat calm, really bright out, just a tough tough day to fish and um but <laughs> luckily uh we had enough just to just to pull it off.
1: I'm sure that we could not replay on public airwaves what you were saying to yourself on the ride back in on Sunday.
3: No, there was some bad words said.
1: Um, my,
3: my camera guy, Brian, he, he, he ran the camera for maybe the first mile or so when I started to drive back. And, you know, I had a pretty long boat ride, so it was a lot of time to think about it. And yeah, but when he shut that camera off, I, I had a few choice words. I mean, I just, I thought I'd blow in this amazing opportunity and these guys that I fish against are so good. I mean, I have a lot of respect for all of them and, and, uh, it, it, you know, I just, somebody's always the hero on day three of the classic and i just felt like i'd left the door open for someone else to kind of get get to have their day and um you know it's just it was a a tough place to fish but like that being said it was a it was a good place to have the classic i mean knoxville's a great city it was really fun you know having all the events kind of downtown close together um that was fun and and then you know the the people caught fish a lot of different ways and you know it just it just lined up for me as far as um you know i fish sort of fish deeper water use my electronics just fished in a way that i was comfortable with and i had a lot of confidence in and and uh you know you fish all these pro tournaments they're all so hard to win and like you know when you get an opportunity every so often they pop up you just you know you hope you can take advantage of it and make the most of it and luckily biggest tournament of the year it, it all worked out the
1: 2023 bassmaster classic champion the owner of the ray scott uh trophy is jeff gustafson what do you remember jeff from uh about fishing from your childhood what do you what do you remember
3: well i just i got i caught the bug very early and i was lucky i had my, my dad, and grandfather and then you know friends of theirs too that but I, I was able to get in a boat at a young age. I mean, by the time I was nine or 10 years old, I was running around in a little 14 foot lund killer boat with a 15 horse on it and just fishing. And I didn't care what I caught. Um, you know, today a kid probably <laughs> wouldn't be allowed to go and be in a boat by themselves at that age. But I just, you know, I, I, I wore my life jacket and, you know, those first few years you, I had to stay within sight of the, of, of our cabin dock and, um, but uh, but just you know got the bug early, fished my first tournament when I was ten. It was actually the entry fee was a Christmas present for my dad and I, and uh, and and you know he fished, but he didn't necessarily bass fish very much. We have a lot of really good walleye fishing up at Lake of the Woods, where I'm from. and, um, But he, I mean, to his credit, he just said, okay, and my kid wants to catch bass and fish for bass we'll learn how to do that and you know it took us a few years and then we sort of started to get more competitive and like I say I caught the bug and just since I was a little kid it's been been my favorite thing to do and and uh you know through high school and university did a lot of guiding we have a number of fishing resorts in this area and um and then started guiding on my own so I've just I've never actually had a real you know job working for anybody um i've i've sort of been able to just stay busy throughout the year a lot of guiding fishing tournaments um different projects and jobs for sponsors and figure, you know some outdoor writing and photography just figured out a way to sort of stay busy and and, and keep at it and it's been been awesome
1: jeff gustafson the most recent uh, bassmaster classic champion is in the camp house with us this week gussie if you can hang on just a few minutes we're going to pay a couple of bills grab a fresh cup of coffee And we'll be right back with you to finish up. Uh, For those of you that are up in uh, Wyoming, don't miss this springtime spectacle. I know you're raising an eyebrow now and saying, Billy, springtime, really? I know there's a lot of ice and snow (laughs) still in a lot of places uh, there in Wyoming. But that's a typical Wyoming springtime. And the greater sage grouse, the largest species of grouse in North America, They've started their elaborate sunrise displays on their leks, or communal annual breeding grounds. It's quite a show, a dramatic display, and if you'd like to go take a look, Wyoming Game and Fish has launched the Sage Grouse Lek Viewing Guide. They'll tell you where to go, and there's a link waiting for you at kinderoutdoors.com.
2: Hey, everybody. It's professional angler, Ot Defoe. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors.
1: Ducks is back at Texas Motor Speedway.
4: Ducks Unlimited invites you to the third annual Ducks Unlimited Expo presented by Purina Pro Plan, at Texas Motor Speedway, May 5th through 7th. Watch the premier canine performance athletes of the dog world competing in the incredible dog challenge. Test drive a new ATV or visit the live fire shooting ranges. DUX, the show for everything outdoors. To learn more, visit duckexpo.com.
1: Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in
2: omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid
1: Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. At Marksman, we know firearms. Our mission is to guide and educate whether you're new to firearms or an experienced, skilled shooter. We offer a large selection at reasonable prices with staff that's truly knowledgeable and always puts the customer first. Military and first responders get a 10% discount, and we offer free 90-day layaway. For guns, ammo, optics, or accessories, head to Marksman Firearms in Granbury, Mansfield, Killeen, or Wichita Falls. Make your mark at Marksman. You'll know Toby Meadows when you run into him on the lot. They're at Classic Chevrolet and Grapevine. Because on his name tag is a big green bass. <laughs> He's earned the right to wear that big fish around. He's caught three over ten pounds.
8: Yes, sir. Three times a... Uh... Twice on Lake Fork and once on Lake Conrad.
1: This lifelong passion for Toby started in the cab of that old Chevy truck, headed for the fishing hole a long time ago. I had an uncle,
8: Uncle Jim, got me started, and it was just a little cork popper with little black and yellow feathers, looked like a bumblebee, and that started it all.
1: Three 10-pounders and 19 years with the classic grapevine family, and Toby is still going down the road in that Chevy truck. These days, though, it's a little newer, a little less bumpy, and a whole lot more powerful.
8: Yes, it is. I like it too, especially that diesel. Got that half ton diesel. It's good.
6: Nice truck.
1: Lifelong memories await your bunch in the cab of the truck. Get started at ClassicChevrolet.com.
6: At the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, we're really happy to have more than 50,000 kids in school classrooms learning about archery, fishing, boating, and other outdoor skills each year. We're thrilled that we have grown to schools across the United States and continue to grow. We're humbled that teaching wildlife conservation to our future generations have been so eagerly accepted by more than a quarter million kids so far. We're happy, thrilled, and humbled, but we're not stopping. The Outdoor Adventures program in junior highs and high schools across America has proven to be a hit with kids, and in case after case, we've seen Outdoor Adventures young lives changed. Kids that just were not into school and not involved are now excited to get into the classroom each day because of Outdoor Adventures. The kids earn classroom credit by learning the outdoor basics, and they smile while learning. If you want Outdoor Adventures in your local school, contact me, Scott McClure. I'm at GoOTF.com. That's Scott at GoOTF.com.
0: You're in good conservation company with Kinder Outdoors.
1: I'm Billy Kinder. Welcome back to our camp house at Kinder Outdoors. Our special guest on the show this week, Jeff Gustafson, winner of the Bassmaster Classic on the Tennessee River uh, just a couple of weeks ago out of Knoxville, Tennessee. Thanks for hanging on, Gussie. I appreciate that. If you're going to fish for a living, you've got to be really, really good. Jeff Gustafson is... And you have something there in your native Canada, Jeff, that I'm really jealous of, and that is walleye. We don't have many of those, uh, here in Texas. We have crappie, and I'm really proud of those, and I collect as many as I can, but you ate really good growing up, didn't you?
3: I ate, I ate really good last night, actually. We still have a bunch of ice <laughs> on the lake, and my wife and I went out, uh, um, we're actually doing our, uh, family dinner tonight, but we went out last night, and, uh, and it was a beautiful evening, and we caught caught some perch and walleye for dinner. And but yeah, you know, growing up here, um, yeah, it's some of the best walleye fishing in the world. A lot of people come and fit, come and fish here in this area in the summertime. It's in northwestern Ontario, kind of straight north of you guys. Really, we're just north of the Minnesota border. And uh, you know, we but yeah, we get real winter, um, but the summers are are beautiful. And you know, there's nowhere else I'd rather you know, be during during the summer months.
1: Yeah, you betcha. Beautiful, beautiful place. You grow some big old deer up there too. Do you do, do are you just a fisherman? Are you hardcore all the way or do you pick up a bow, pick up a rifle?
3: Yeah, no, I love hunting too. We so you know, in the from the mid two thousands, kinda to twenty fifteen or so, we had some of the best deer hunting in Canada around Lake of the Woods where I live. Um and I actually had my own outfitting business guiding and, and doing that the deer stuff um for for a number of years and had a lot of fun with that and then the, you know where we're at you go 50 miles north of us and the deer kind of stop and uh we're just northern part of their range and we've had a number of bad winters and our, and our deer are in a you know sort of real down part of the cycle right now and they're going to come back at some point but yeah we need to we need to have a few easy winters kind of stacked up and and to help things along but yeah no i love hunting too and um just you know, for me, really, just being out anything outdoors, you can, if I'm getting to do that, I'm probably going to be in a good mood and
1: have fun. Hey, uh, tell me about your baits uh, that you won um, the Classic with. What kind of pattern were these fish in, and how'd you go about uh, getting them in the boat?
3: Yeah, so uh, all my fish were caught on a Z-Man 4-inch uh, jerk shad. So it's a fluke-style jerk bait, jerk shad, soft bait, and, uh you know, that for me, um, it's you, I put the bait on the
10: head and
3: it's, you know, just a great minnow imitator. So we catch tons of smallmouths you know, at them on these baits, walleyes. Um, I've caught largemouths at Lake Travis, actually, down in Texas, really good with this technique, too. But basically using my electronics, and I like to get on top of the fish if I can. When What happened in Dockstool, they, they got really hard to catch, and they didn't really love the boat being on top of them. And I ended up using... I've got Hummingbird Mega Live on the front of my boat, so I can shine that around, and then I would actually pitch the bait out and just swim it, kind of like a swim bait, but that straight tail bait just gets down deeper a lot easier, and, um, you know, it's just something a little bit different that I have a lot of confidence in, and I, uh you know, just, that's basically what I, use that bait in conjunction with my electronics, keep the bait on top of the fish, and uh, it's, a, it's a real good little weapon that you know, not a lot of anglers are maybe using um, to catch bass in deeper water. The jig head was a smelt maker jig that a friend of mine makes up up here. Um, and you can find them all over online, but it's a good jig head. It's got a Gamakatsu hook in it. And, you know, a lifelike head design. Uh, but but yeah, it was, just, it was a technique that that was something that I had a lot of confidence in, and luckily it it, it paid off at this event
1: absolutely you're saying uh that you were swimming your bait down to these fish you're staying over the top of them that that's not six foot water these fish were deeper
3: yeah all my fish were like most of them were like between 25 and 30 feet of water you know some is shallow maybe it's like 20 22 and some maybe out to 35 feet so you yeah fish in deeper water and you know most of the was in that tournament were catching all their fish relatively shallow you know six or eight feet and less so it was just you know, anymore in these big tournaments, you almost have to do something a little bit different um, to give yourself a good chance to win, and, uh, it, it, you know, it's hard to do. It doesn't always work out, but like I say, every once in a while, you hit on some of these, and just, you know, lucky for me, it was the classic, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's it's been a fun ride.
1: <laughs> I guess so. They give you a pretty nice paycheck when you win one of these things. Does your wife have any uh, plans that maybe she's mentioned to you? Um, she has
3: got she's got a new puppy on the go that it looks like sounds like we're going to have here in another few days. So that's sort of her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she she that's what she she really wanted to. That's her prize out of it, I guess. But uh, but no, I'm excited for that. Um, but. You know, it is, um, it, it takes the pressure off for, for the next foreseeable future for sure. And, you know, just, but yeah, like I said, I'm looking forward to getting back in the boat again down in South Carolina and, and uh, just getting, resuming the Elite Series season. We're headed to Texas in June, early June. We're going to the Sabine River. Um, so that'll be, uh, that's, that's the one that's, you know, probably not up my alley as much as some of the other events. That's going to be a shallow water tournament, and uh, you know, not the easiest place to fish. I, I like going to Lake Fork, where the land of the giants. But uh, but it's still you know fun getting to fish all these different places, and and every every place has its you know you find ways that you know ways to fish that you enjoy, and um, it'll be fun when we get to go to the Sabine.
1: Hey, Jeff, it's fun watching you fish, too. Congratulations, 2023 Bassmaster Classic Champion Jeff Gustafson. And uh, now it's time to get back to work. The celebration never lasts long. Congrats, Jeff. Great talking to you.
3: Thanks for having me, guys.
1: Jeff Gustafson now has in his home a Bassmaster Classic Ray Scott Bassmaster Classic Champion trophy. Not many guys can claim that. I've got a feeling it won't be his last. He's really good. Turkey season in a lot of places, a lot of folks heading out to the woods today. Pete Delkus, my buddy Pete Delkis, no exception to that rule. I know you love the turkey hunt, and I know that you agree with me you can learn a lot just by going to the woods and listening
5: to turkeys. Well, that's the key right there. I'm certainly no Ray Eye, trust me on that, uh and don't ever profess to be, but when I first started turkey hunting, I just had one sequence of calling. But as I as I've done it throughout the years, I've learned that I let the turkeys tell me what they want to hear, and then and then I I answer. I take their temperature. If they're real hot one day, uh, you know I can call a certain way. If if they're real shy one day, well then I got I gotta lay off. I mean it just depends on what they want to do. What those turkeys do determine exactly how I'm going to call.
1: And let's give an example. If you hit your uh, let's say you're you're uh, yelping. Uh, on your mouth, Carl. There,
5: and you yelp, 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 blah, 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 and he interrupts that yelp. You know you've got a hot bird there, right? I do, and I'm probably going to interrupt him again. Yeah. If if he's going to interrupt me, then I'm going to call right back at him. I, I, I remember I want to get the last word in, okay? And then at some point I'm just going to shut up. After I get him so hot he can't stand it anymore, I'm going to shut up, and then he's just going to keep calling. But he he knows where I am. He's going to keep gobbling. Eventually, he'll come to me because that's when you want to play hard to get. You know, get that last word in, and then shut up and play hard to get. And that's taking their temperature. Once he knows where you are, and once he's in essence, if you learn it through the years, once he's told you, okay, I'm coming. Well, then. Just sit down and get your head down on the gun. You're ready to go. Get ready to pull the trigger. You don't need to keep calling. That's the mistake a lot of guys make is, you know, I, I love it too. I want to hear him answer me. That's the fun of spring turkey hunting is listening to the bird call. But but what's the end result? Do you want to listen to him gobble or do you want to kill him? So, you know, be smart about it and let him tell you how you need to call.
1: One of the coolest sounds and sights in all of God's creation. That old goblin strutting turkey in the springtime. Go get you one. Have a great day. Thank you for hanging out with us in the camphouse this week at Kinder Outdoors. Also, want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the time we have together every week and invite you back next time around. Bring a buddy with you. Until then, may God bless you and your bunch. <coughs>